This is What The Flux. I'm Brett. And I'm Justin. And it's Thursday the 3rd of June. Oh, Justin, Krispy Kreme has officially filed for its IPO and now it'll trade under the ticker symbol DONUT, spelt (laughs) D-N-U-T. I like it. So no one should ever be confused about which company shares they are buying. I reckon it's genius. Delicious as well. Mm -hmm. Brett, Scott Morrison, a.k.a. Scomo, Mm -hmm. a.k.a. Scom Daddy, a.k.a. The Vegetable (laughs) Scamosa, a.k.a. The Scamometer. He says the coronavirus recession is 30 times worse than the GFC. Now, whether or not he actually believes this or is just trying to scare the public is unknown, but the economists are calling BS on this one. Three truly accurate stories today, Justin. <laughs> Let's do it. For our first. The Reserve Bank of Australia, i.e. the RBA, has kept rates on hold at 0.1% and it's said that COVID outbreaks will hurt Australia's recovery and our ability potentially to buy a home. Surely not more house prices. Rises. What is the story here? Well, this week, Australia's central bank kept the official interest rate at 0.1%. Not willing to push it higher. And there ain't much lower it can go. <laughs> so what did the RBA say? They reckon Australia's economic recovery has been stronger than expected, and we'll take that. Unemployment rate declined to 5.5% in April. And an increase in inflation and our wages is expected, Juzzy boy, but will probably be tiny according to the RBA. But then there's the fact that property prices are flying, and that is a worry to me and the RBA. (laughs) But overall, the RBA reckons things are looking pretty good considering, you know, where the world's at in 2021. So what's the key learning here? Low interest rates have a direct relationship with high property prices. Here's how it works. When the RBA sets the cash rate, like 0.1%, this means that banks can borrow money at really low costs. And when it's cheap for the bank, they make big profits. (laughs) But also, loans are cheaper for you, me, and every other Australian trying to get into the housing market. The end result, a perfect storm. And house prices, B-Man, have reached yet another record level. And the realisation that a tent is the closest thing we'll get to home ownership really starts to (laughs) sink in. For our second story, the fight between Qantas and Rex has gone up a gear after Rex took out full-page advertisements showing off the public's dissatisfaction with Qantas regarding refunds. Ah, a story of a bitter David and a big fat Goliath. Tell me more. (laughs) Some context here. Since the start of the pandemic, Qantas has been in a genuine turf war with good old Rexy. Qantas added more than 40 new routes, including a few that used to be solely operated by Rex. Also during the pandemic, Qantas has been trying to manage the massive number of travellers that have been impacted by border closures and lockdowns. They've been offering refunds, travel credits and all this stuff. But B-Man, not all customers have been happy. And Rex, my friend, they've taken notice about this. So now, in a way to reclaim their turf, they've released some social media posts. And these posts highlight just how peeved Qantas customers have become. And I'm talking screenshots of very angry passengers. <laughs> the ad suggests that Qantas could owe customers as much as $1 billion. So what is the key learning here? A rising tide floats all boats. The falling tide sinks all ships. Although Rex is arguing that Qantas is undermining its customers, the truth is Rex and Qantas really need each other right now. Yep, the airline industry is in all sorts right now. So it's the responsibility of the entire airline industry to actually give confidence to consumers with regards to air travel. Surely a united front would be more effective than this us versus them sort of stuff. I reckon. But instead, the ads are just going to stir up more animosity between Qantas and Rex. In the meantime, pull out the popcorn, Flux fam, get your feet up and just watch this one get real (laughs) ugly. For our third and final story, video conferencing company Zoom has beat its own expectations in its first quarter this year 
but many believe tough times are ahead. It's an interesting watch this space sort of year for Zoom, Justin. What's happening? All right, we all know that the pandemic threw Zoom into the global spotlight, and there's no doubt about it, it became everyone's hot new toy. It officially made it when it was verbified. I'll Zoom you tomorrow, Brad. Last year, Zoom's annual revenue jumped a whopping 326%. And now, its first quarter results have been released, and they show that Zoom's wild growth is still good, but it's slowing down. Its growth was only 191% year <laughs> over year. Still very, very good, but less than the same time last year. So what's the key learning here? As the world reopens following the pandemic, companies that were flash in the pandemic businesses <laughs> are facing a whole new set of challenges. Very good there. We've got toilet paper companies that are facing new challenges. We've got face mask companies doing the same. And Zoom, of course. Zoom needs to prove that it can be flexible and adaptable enough to continue to thrive in a post-pandemic world. And B-Man, how are they going to do that? They're going to have to show that their video conferencing software can remain an essential part of the modern workplace. Even if people can meet in person. So Zoom will need to test out new products and strategies to demonstrate that its business is not just built for a pandemic. But also for normal times? I forgot what that is. Justin, you know what's free and is easy and gives you the chance to win $250,000 this that week? Be? That, my friend, is our game Win the Week. All you need to do is save $25 into your existing savings account through the Flux app and you have the chance to win. Takes less than a minute to sign up. Why not? Search Flux in the App Store or the Google Play Store. Thanks for listening and we'll see you tomorrow. Tomorrow.